0: Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Taylor Wilde. Welcome back to Wild On, the podcast where you get the insider's view of the weird, wonderful, wild world of women's wrestling on Wednesdays. Today's guest's name is Heaven, but spelled backwards. But her version of Heaven is a little different. Hers is made up of her professional wrestling Ohio family, all of who can be seen weekly on Impact Wrestling. Not only is she a force to be reckoned with in the squared circle, but somehow is able to juggle being on the road, a devoted mother, wife, and healthcare worker, ladies and gentlemen. My girl, Nevea.
1: Is that all your hair? It is all mine. <sighs> yeah. I Gorgeous. have a lot of really natural hair, so when everyone's yes. like, don't pull my hair, I have extensions, I'm like, don't pull mine, it's real, I can't go get them fixed. Like
0: <laughs> this, I grew this. This 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 takes <laughs> a long time. <laughs> well, happy birthday to your daughter. How old is she? Thank you. She turned five. Oh, yeah. what a great age, my little baby. And you have two daughters, right? Yes, I have a 16-year-old. You have a 16-year-old. Yeah. So you were a baby? I uh, I was
1: a uh, hey, I'm 18, let's have a baby. Hey. Not planned obviously. <laughs> so that's a
0: beautiful surprise. <laughs> right. It was.
1: It definitely was. Never knew I wanted to be a mom until then.
0: So without uh going too deep or too dark or whatever it's my show it's for the women so we can say whatever the fuck we want but (laughs) how different were your two pregnancies doing one when you're 18 and then one in your 20s i'm assuming late 20s i delivered my second one when i was 30 30 oh wow even bigger jump
1: yeah so it was more day and night than you could ever expect honestly like the first one was kind of like hide it no one should know i haven't graduated and this one was kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm 30. I'm going to have another baby. I'm starting over. Like, it really was different. I definitely enjoyed it more the second time around.
0: Did you? Yeah, I guess because it was like the mental game is totally different. Definitely. Yeah. Did your body bounce back differently?
1: I and I had my daughter when I was 18. You couldn't even tell I was pregnant two weeks after I had her. There was nothing. I was back to having abs. And... <laughs> not not with this one it took quite some quite a bit
0: of work it's incredible like really as women our bodies are meant to have babies at like 17 18. I know right but in 2020 just everything else might not where you need it to be so right but, but you but you look good oh thanks.
1: <laughs> I wish I could say you know just snap back but I busted my ass
0: good for you hey what that's more admirable you got you got out easy the first time I did. I got out easy <laughs> the first time. The second one was like,
1: "Oh no, we're gonna make you work for this."
0: Yeah. And thank you for taking the time out to do my show after your your nine to five. What is your nine to five?
1: I work for CareSource. I work with healthcare. Wow. So of course, during COVID, we are just slammed to the max. It doesn't I, stop.
0: <laughs> I bet. It. I'm actually working from home, so. Nice. I say nice, but that must be challenging as well. It is
1: challenging because especially when you've had like a really, really hard day, you're in the same environment. Yeah. So it's a little bit harder to kind of shake off that. All right, I'm home now type, even though you're already home. Like, yeah,
0: of course. Of course. So, so.
1: I do feel very fortunate though, that it didn't impact me the way it has most people. I still get to work full time.
0: And I'm with you. Those of us who work in healthcare or first responders, emergency services essential, you know, we're in the shit so to say but we're not affected by the other things so i i don't know if it's good or bad or it's like a catch-22 but yeah i'm i'm like you i'm very thankful and and i do say it's interesting that uh pro wrestlers always seem to gravitate to healthcare or, or medicine or other mental jobs we're <laughs> just like well
1: yeah let us fix you with everything we can't fix for ourselves <laughs>
0: I have problems. How can I help you? Yes, <laughs> I can't fix this. <laughs> right.
1: I can't walk some days, but I've got you. You're fine.
0: <laughs> How's your body feeling after these tapings? Yeah,
1: I'm real beat up from it. I can't recover. It seems like, but I've also been nonstop since I got home, though, and I think that's okay. kind
0: of affecting it too. But so, how many years have you been wrestling now? um I'm coming up on my sixteenth year. Ooh, milestone girl yes
1: so it's kind of like new body to tv but bringing the old body with me
0: <laughs> the ghost of broken bodies past. <laughs> right yeah, I feel that like I just turned 18 when I started training and we would train for like three four hours and just you know nothing nothing and then now I've taken almost 10 years off and I'm back in the ring training I feel good but it's the the recovery seems to just go on forever. Yes. <laughs> You're finding that like ricochet is not what it used to be. No, it's not. I'm like, man, did I, did I get in a
1: car wreck last night, last night after one match? Like... Yes.
0: Yes, <laughs> you did. It's the answer. <laughs> basically.
1: <laughs> basically. Yeah.
0: Your husband is also a wrestler. Yes. And you guys are high school sweethearts?
1: We are. We've been Aww. together for 19 years now. That so, is amazing. Yes, that is one of those, obviously, you know, at 15 years old, we weren't looking for the person we were going to spend our lives with. And we're the, we're the lucky ones that it just kind of happened Good to. For you.
0: But that's a testament to putting the work in.
1: It is because, like, I try to remind people, like, okay, we were kids. I mean, we were literally, I have a 16-year-old. Yeah. So I met my husband before, you know, even that. And we had to grow up. We had to turn into adults. So we yeah. went through a lot together. And I mean, it was, I'm not going to say it was a walk in the park, but of course. it definitely came easier than other people's relationships do.
0: That's uh, like I said, it's, it's a true testament to the hard work you've put in. And uh, your kids must think it's pretty neat that mommy and daddy were high school sweethearts. Yes,
1: my 16 year old thinks it's insane though. Like, she's like i can't there's no way there's no way people can do that i'm like not a lot of people can so
0: no. i think my parents started dating when they were like 14 or whatever you know holding hands and they did pretty well they did till i was about 13 but they had really only been with each other so you know that's they did their best For my parents too so.
1: they were together very young married 40 years type deal so yeah so, so you guys had just... good
0: role models you're carrying the torch right <laughs>
1: So how old were you guys when you actually met? I was 15.
0: Okay. Yeah. But he's only a
1: year and a half. So he was 17, but still wasn't quite that two year mark.
0: Do you ever watch, I know it's a ridiculous comparison, but (laughs) that MTV teen mom show?
1: No, I don't. I've heard about it and it was kind of like, I was a teen mom. Why am I not making millions (laughs) off of that?
0: (laughs) Right? sir. (laughs) So teen parents, marriage baby when did pro wrestling come into the lives of you guys um my husband
1: has kind of been one of those soon as he could walk wrestling was his life okay like kind of put on the planet to do it mine was a friend of mine in high school was into it and drugged me to watch a wrestling show and i was one of those i like real sports type right. of people i went to my first show and i was like oh my gosh these guys are so athletic. This is insane to me. Yeah. Like you have to be able to think on your feet to do this. Yeah. So I kind of started to jump into it then. And then my boyfriend at the time was like, Oh, you like wrestling? I actually wrestled because he was already training in high school. Oh wow. wow. And I was like, wait, what? So they put on like these little you know, backyard wrestling in a barn. They drew fans, big, <laughs> more fans of some of the indie shows. Girl. Like <laughs> it was crazy. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to come watch you. And I was like, wow, like I'm blown away by this. Like you have to think on your feet. You're, I'm like, I didn't think you were an athlete. I never saw you play sports, but then watching, I'm like, all right, I was way wrong. (laughs) So then he, you know, started doing it professionally, trained at his first um, show. And I just couldn't, I don't know. I really like it. I really like it. I want to give it a shot. And then it kind of, you know, being around a few of the wrestlers, it turned into a uh, bet you can't do it. Oh, you don't think so?
0: Ooh. And I
1: started training and I fell in love with it instantly. And I was—I only trained very, very briefly, basically kind of learned the essentials and then found out that I was pregnant. Okay. So it was like, okay, well, maybe I'm not going to be a wrestler. Maybe that's been put on hold. Less than a year passed and he was doing a show up in Cincinnati, Ohio, mm-hmm. when they were down one female wrestler. And the head trainer got wind that I had been in the ring. So it was kind of, hey, does your girlfriend want to come do this show for us in two weeks? And I'm like, I don't really know how to wrestle. I mean, I learned the basics, but I don't really wrestle. Right. But what if we can just get you through this one show for us? We really need a girl. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I was only 19. I was still insanely athletic. Like, okay, go. Right. So I never got out of the ring after that. Wow. What a cool story. It was instant. Oh, no, I'm never getting out of the ring. Like, <laughs> this is it. This is home. They needed girls, of course, back then. They, you know, there was very few and far between of us. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to come into Heartland Wrestling Association, where I had some really, really good people to be around.
0: And it just took off. That just shows how tenacious you are at right time, right place. Just had a baby a year ago, fresh 19. And there was an opening on a show, and bam. That was it. Good for you. That's an incredible story. I love it. That's one of those right places, right time, even though I didn't know I was
1: looking for anything.
0: (laughs) And so Nevea. I know that's heaven spelt backwards. What brought you to that? Uh, My niece's name is Heavenly. Oh.
1: And when she was younger, it was one of these, no one's named after me and kind of just like whiny. And I thought I was so clever. I'm like, oh, Nevea. Yeah turns out it ended up being a really popular name for that time frame even so but in my
0: head i was super super clever at the time well i think it's a beautiful name i don't know if like we're just not as cool in canada but i hadn't heard that name before i had to google it i was like what is Nevaeh? It's so exotic
1: yeah it's it's definitely different it's some of those when you hear it announced it shows that you're like man why didn't i pick an easier name <laughs> <laughs> why didn't someone tell me you know once i started finally making a name for style, myself why didn't someone go hey you might want to pick a different name, but I like it.
0: Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so you've got a teen, you've got five year old. Does that pass the toddler yet?
1: I don't know. I still call her my baby. Yeah,
0: you, you got <laughs> a baby. I, I got a baby. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I would. I would say officially kind of breaking the
1: toddler stage. Yeah. Do they like wrestling? The oldest one watched it more, of course, because we were younger and kind of you know drug her around with us. Right. right. The second one is very feisty and. So we kinda keep her back up from it a little bit.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: She watched it a little bit and was still in the oh my gosh, mommy and daddy are really getting hurt. So ah. we we pulled her away. Fair but enough. But I think I think the oldest now has kind of been like Oh no, wrestling, no way. Keep it away.
0: (laughs) I I was going to say, do you think you guys would support if either of them wanted to pursue a career or with white gloves, you would support it, but
1: kind of. I definitely think with like the white gloves is probably the best scenario to pick for it. Obviously being a female wrestler yourself, you understand physically and emotionally and mentally. Like, I don't think people understand how mentally hard it is on women. Oh, yeah. So that's something the mommy and me would never be able to fully let go of it. I'd have to be on her all the time. Like, how are you doing? What's going on? You know, what do you need help with?
0: For sure. One of those. For sure. And I think, like, that's one of the reasons I started this podcast and why it's about the women is because, sure, you see us as these larger than life superhumans, but there's so much more to us. We hurt. We're vulnerable. We have so much more going on behind the scenes. And- Shit that is not okay, we had to live through. But I wouldn't change my path. Like, I'm not saying like a me too sort of thing. I'm saying like, I came up in the school of hard knocks. I couldn't tell you how many times I was told, you need to learn how to eat shit and like it. And I know you came up in the same time as I did, so you get it. But I I do think there needs to be a piece of that still ingrained in wrestlers, period. Shouldn't be a boys club anymore. Right. Which it sounds like from what I've seen, what I've heard, like it is way different than it was five years ago, than it was 10 years ago. Yes.
1: Oh my gosh. Like to see women main eventing, you know, especially watching when I first came in, we were watching these women who had three or four minutes to tell a story and to get the fans to like them. And that's why it turned to such, oh, bra and panties match, or they're not a real wrestler. No, like these girls had only a few minutes to make you like them. Whereas nowadays women, you know, get 15, 20 plus 30 minutes to showcase their ability. So I do think it was harder. It was definitely harder, not just because we were women, but because we weren't given the opportunity as women.
0: Exactly. We were basically given this opportunity to fail (laughs) and then just, you know, stripped of our armor. I always like to say it because those bra and panty matches, those were something that were okay. Hold on, before I shit on it, which I'm not entirely doing, that has its place. It is sports entertainment. The men are wrestling in tiny little tights and all oiled up. So like- They have on
1: less clothes than us. Exactly.
0: But, you know, those matches were almost in a way stripping us of our equality because, you know, you're you're literally in your bra underwear. It's not like the guys are going out there in their boxer briefs and told to, you know, really give it to her. Go have a great match in three minutes.
1: It's one of those, and I've heard a lot of women, you know, say very, very negative things about it and the way i look at it as for that time frame they were agreeing to do with what they were given exactly. it's like okay either i don't get to be part of the business or I only get to manage. I don't actually get to get in the ring. So yeah. to an extent, um, like you can't you can't blame them for taking the opportunity. If they were okay with it, th- that's the opportunity they had, then
0: I mean more power to them. Absolutely. And if it wasn't for them, then we wouldn't be in the place we are today. So. If
1: they wouldn't have fought for what they did, we wouldn't have been given yeah. the opportunities we have now. Yeah. We came in and I'm sure you heard as many times as I did. Oh, you... You're covered too much. It's the cosmetic business, so on and so forth. So it was like, oh, yeah. it doesn't matter how good of a wrestler you are as a female 10 years ago. If your appearance didn't match what they wanted it to, you didn't get a
0: look. Absolutely. It was the, the divas era. You were hired for this first and then the wrestling ability second. Right. Which is actually what I love the most, I think, about women's wrestling. Besides the, the talent pool is so deep and so vast right now. The girls are Fucking awesome. But I love the characterization of each woman. You don't watch this show and you don't see a sea of bra tops, booty shorts, and long blonde hair or long brown hair. Like you see all kinds of costumes, you see all types of personalities, and they're being marketed the same way as the men because you're individual. You're not just hot chick number 75.
1: Right. Yeah. There <laughs> is tons of diversity in the looks. And that was. Actually with going to impact, that was one of the first things I noticed when we took a group photo, I was like, there is not one girl here with kind of like the same appearance. And that kind of blew me away to think about that.
0: I'm like, it's come a long way. It's come a long way. And I think it makes it so much more exciting.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, especially for the women coming in, it's so beneficial because they get to focus more on their wrestling. Yes. Like we had to focus on our appearance a little bit too much in the beginning. I didn't even own makeup until I started wrestling and I was like, oh, oh no, that's not a thing yeah that can't be a thing
0: yeah and then we all paid the price looking back at photos when you just learned how to do your makeup learned still learning same thing cool <laughs> what's blending right <laughs>
1: what do you use that for oh I don't use that I just put tanner on my face it's
0: fine just rubbing foundation like I don't have any applicators what's it
1: what they open theirs there's
0: 10 brushes oh I have this one need more <laughs> it came with the makeup compact is this wrong no <laughs> You and Jessica Havoc have had a a long career together. You must love tagging together on the big show now. I do. I. Like at the end of the day, all I keep telling myself is I am
1: so grateful that I'm on TV with my best friend. Like outside of the ring, I'm like best friend. Known her, you know, 12, 13, 14 years. And I mean, and we were tagging on the independent scene, you know, for a while and doing our thing then. It's kind of just like the cherry on the cake to be where
0: we're at now together so good and do you guys live in proximity to each other we do we only live about six or seven minutes apart get out yeah
1: so we're kind of like stuck at the hip all the way around <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome Yes.
0: now she has a full house of wrestlers doesn't she she used to yeah oh, oh, she used to okay yeah
1: they kind of would help anyone who was moving to that area get on
0: their feet and oh, okay, so you know, okay. the
1: secret about jessica that she pretends like no one knows but anyone who knows her knows she has the biggest heart of anyone you'll meet.
0: I was just gonna say, it sounds like she's a, a big mama of wrestling. Yeah, she has a huge heart. She's
1: help you in any aspect she can in any aspect of your life. She's there.
0: You know, I've heard some stories about you and Jessica tagging and I've heard it thrown around. You guys are the, the talent enhancers, the teachers, if you will, of the up and comers. I don't disagree <laughs> with that statement. <laughs>
1: It's kind of a little bit bad that she got looped into that because I've kind of been that very early in my career I was okay I know I know what I'm being booked for I'm enhancing your girls I'm working with your girls who aren't quite ready to have their first shows yet right and I think with my tag knowledge when we started tagging she kind of just cut got pushed in that boat too
0: mm. see and I don't think that's a derogatory term in any way but to me I want to say, no, it's not that you guys are talent enhancers. You guys are vets. You wouldn't call dudes talent enhancers. It's about you guys. You get it. You, you get the business outside the ring, you get the business inside the ring and you're not assholes. So you know (laughs) what's good for you. Can you repeat
1: that part? (laughs) No, and that's the thing I think um, a lot of upcomers have a problem with, and it's not negative to them, but in the aspect of like telling someone, you know, it's because we have the experience or we're not green. It's not a negative thing because we were all inexperienced and we were all green for lack of better terms at one point. Totally. I've never taken it negatively for myself. It's what I enjoy doing.
0: Our Canadian version of yourself was Tracy Brooks. She was kind of our wrestling mom. And I think she made a huge impact on quite a lot of us in terms of she was never jealous. She was never the type to undercut you, for her it was twofold. She very much wanted to look after everybody, but she also knew what was good for her was good for you, was good for the business, everybody makes money. Wrestling is so niche, women's wrestling is even more niche, and I think it's better than it was in my day, but we, we should all take care of each other. We should build each other up. Like this is, this is our game, man. We shouldn't be undercutting each other.
1: No, absolutely. There was so few of us that we were all fighting for positions. Like that's not the case now. Like there's enough spots for everyone. And I don't know. I kind of just always looked at it as if I'm hard on you and I'm trying to help you It's because next time I wrestle you, I want us both to be better. Yes. It's not, it's not trying to be mean. It's not trying to make you feel bad. It's trying to enhance you so that I can also enhance myself and we can have a better match next time we're together. For sure. And I was lucky enough to come across Tracy um, within my first few years and she was very much anything she could do to help you Advice She was yeah. there.
0: Yeah. Never it's... a bad
1: experience with her. We love you, Tracy. So enough about wrestling.
0: Tell me about Nevaeh, the woman, not the mom. She's
1: hardheaded. Okay. She is get things done. Things can't be put off. She's kind mm-hmm. of a I, wrestling (laughs) and real life, I look at myself as, like, the punisher and a sense of, I get there, I get it done, I go on to the next thing. Got it. In that aspect, like, we always joke, especially with wrestling, I walk to the ring, I wrestle, I leave. Like, (laughs) oh, is that, yeah, and it's like, well, I mean, that's, I just kind of, I have to get stuff done. A
0: true type air. I don't
1: want to say I'm OCD, but I did see a meme, and it was like, I'm not OCD, I just like shit done the right way. (laughs) I kind of feel like that suits me a little bit. That's
0: cool. I, I get that though. Like, and I think that's probably part and parcel to being a mom. It's like, you only have so many hours in a day. You, you can only time. fight with a toddler so much. <laughs> Mine hasn't slept since he was born. I'm tired of fighting with him. Yeah.
1: Now, see, I'm lucky there. The, um, the baby does definitely sleep. Now, by the time she was one, she was full-blown sleeping. Ugh, but I, I also see. definitely have that squishy mommy spot because my girls know
0: mom let's go do this i'm like i'm so tired okay let's go like (laughs) it's amazing where you can pull that energy from
1: (laughs) especially being older now i look back at like my parents and i'm like did they ever sleep a day in their lives yeah did they ever sleep at all yeah, with all that they did for us and working and like mm. my mom was the put breakfast, lunch and dinner type of mom on the table. And I'm like, I don't know how I don't know how either of them did that.
0: It's amazing, isn't it? It is. It really and, is. And you understand your parents so much more after you have your own kids. Yes. <laughs> like, sorry, absolutely. Mom and dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you need me to bring you dinner now? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I'm sure it all comes full circle. Right. So how are you guys balancing being pro wrestling mom and dad and you also have full-time jobs and the baby and the teen. like is there child care our grandma and grandpa around
1: yeah grandma and grandpa helped so so much um, nice. I was so so close to my dad I was if there was a definition of a daddy's girl and like a dictionary my picture would have been there oh. so it was kind of like as soon as I had my baby yeah. it became their baby I can't even pretend to not say I'm so extremely fortunate in that area. And I'm the youngest of seven. So my siblings definitely help out as well. Seven, seven. I'm the baby of
0: seven. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Your mom was pregnant for like eight years. Right.
1: Basically. Yeah. We're all like, it's literally three years apart.
0: Are you guys Irish?
1: We do have some Irish in us. (laughs) Yeah. We're 50% there. So.
0: (laughs) Wow. How was growing up with seven siblings?
1: Because we were all so spaced out. Like my oldest brother is 16 years older than me. Okay. So, you know, we didn't we didn't have a huge overlap that, you know, I remember, of course. But yeah. I mean, we were all just so busy. Maybe because I was the youngest and I was babied. It was kind of like, I don't, you know, I didn't miss out on anything because I had all these siblings. I don't, I don't know how the rest of them felt. But for <laughs> me, it was great.
0: <laughs> yeah, you probably lucked out in that, in that pecking order.
1: Yes, I loved it. And I oh. was, my dad was... There's not a single sport on TV or in this world that he wouldn't watch. So it was kind of like I played all these sports and I spent so much time with him because we would travel. And yeah, I was lucky. It was great. Oh,
0: that's cool. What were your sports before wrestling? Uh, My favorite hands down basketball.
1: Yeah, I traveled all over playing for the Dayton Lady Hoop Stars, we were called.
0: That is a handle.
1: (laughs) We were on Disney at some point. We were so young, we didn't really realize what was going on. Because our team, like we were played for diversity, like our team was such a diverse team that they did a special on our like our league and stuff. I can't remember not playing sports. I can't remember not being at a ball field. I did basketball, soccer, baseball. You know, of course, when I was a little bit older, I got into actual football. Okay, it was more like the powder puff with school and stuff. My mom was. The no, you're not going to go out there. My dad was all about it. My mom was yeah. kind of like, no, because you know, my mom didn't play sports. It's like, oh, no, my baby's going to get hurt. And it's <laughs> like, your baby's a little bit tougher than you know. Yeah. And I kind of dabbled in all of them. I played volleyball. I did cheerleading. I just did anything I could get my hands on.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So you and I are kindred spirits in that regard. You know what? I think you and I have the same birthday. I
1: swear I've heard that before. What's your birthday? January 29th.
0: Oh, close. The 26th. Okay. So how do your parents feel about... The wrestling like obviously it's been 16 years in the beginning how, how did it start for them oh my dad <laughs> hated it interesting he hated it he
1: was so scared that I was going to get hurt ah. um, and I had already blown my knee out and had knee surgery for basketball okay. so he was you know like you've already you're kind of already beat up a little bit for your age and you're getting into this sport where people get hurt like they get really hurt Right. And he also, I think he had a little bit of the same view as I had when I came into wrestling. Well, what is this? What am I getting into? Right. And it took him watching a little bit to go, this takes real athletic talent to be good at this. Yeah. And because he played all the sports, he was kind of like, you have to be able to think on your feet. I'm like, you know, that was my aspect of it. You have to be able to think on your feet with wrestling. Yes. And so while he did not enjoy me wrestling, he definitely never, ever stopped supporting me with it. Great dad. Yeah. He had um, <laughs> what we called his sports room. So all of his sports memorabilia, and of course, definitely an Ohio fan. So it was like, Ohio State Buckeyes, Dayton Flyers, you know, Cincinnati Reds, all that. But then you would always see the random Nivea posters and photos in there too. So oh, he was definitely a supporter.
0: That's adorable. Yes. Are you still a big sports fan then? I am.
1: Um, sad note, I did lose my dad a few years back. Oh, I'm so sorry. So it, it definitely has taken me out of being as big of a sports fan as I was because like if I go to a baseball game, I'm just so sad. So I kind of just for a little bit, but this year I've got back and watching football a little bit, you know, we're home. We're not doing as much. So (laughs) of course. Yeah. Yeah. Try to jump into that.
0: How are you guys coping with all the insanity?
1: I mean, it's crazy, but I still, I still do feel very fortunate. Like I know that my daughters need more interaction, but I kind of like just having to be home, you know, with traveling and work and just everything all the time. It's nice to kind of be like, there's nothing that I have to go do after this. Like I can take a break
0: today for once.
1: (laughs) So I can't, I mean, I can't say I'm miserable. Like obviously some days get more to you, but I think that overall as a family of four, we're doing pretty well.
0: That's great to hear. I'm so happy to hear that. So I know you and Jessica and the husband and her partner, you guys have formed this Ohio pride faction. We did
1: (laughs) somehow, somehow everyone ended up being from Ohio that we were really close with.
0: When I heard that I relate to it so much because it's the same with the Canadians, right? There's only so many of us and we know each other and it's so comforting, especially when you walk into a show for your first time and you don't know anyone and you're like, Oh, a Canadian, this is okay. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And you've ended up all essentially on impact together as well. You're bringing your family everywhere. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I like to finish every episode the same. I do 10 tailor-made questions. It's kind of like a speed round, but don't feel rushed. You can give me the longest answers you want. So are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Name one beauty product you can't live without. (laughs) Whitening strips. Yes. I, I have to go with my whitening strips. That's a good one. Doesn't matter what's going on here. If this is bright, yeah yeah (laughs) i'm i'm drawn to teeth in my photos so (laughs) what is your favorite exercise
1: oh you know i'd have to say the lat pull down machines with working back
0: okay
1: i have to kind of force myself to not incorporate it every time i go to the gym really
0: you like it that much i'm
1: finally getting strong
0: (laughs) what is your biggest pet peeve oh dishonesty Hmm, good one who is your celebrity crush you know what i'm
1: gonna have to go with charlie hunnam well, he looks a lot like my husband sons of anarchy yes i can tell that so yeah there's a lot of
0: similarities there <laughs> what is your favorite band or artist prince prince i did not see that coming i enjoy that choice though <laughs> did you ever get to see him in concert before he passed no oh man oh not lucky in that aspect oh wow can't do everything <laughs> right <laughs> Do you have a secret vice, like drinking a glass of wine in the shower?
1: No, I, you know what? It's so funny to me. If I like have like a grumpy mood, I go for a glass of orange juice. Really? I don't know. If like it must be the sugar or something. I don't know. But I'm like, I need a glass of <laughs> orange juice. I've even sent my husband to like the gas station. Like we're out of orange
0: juice. Can you go get me one from the gas station? Like one of those. That must be the like most PG-13 vanilla heartwarming remedy. <laughs> I wish that was my solution. (laughs) I was 27, 28 before I even tasted
1: alcohol. It's just never been like a jump in and I just never cared.
0: Well, my next question would have been, what is your drink of choice? So, vodka though. If I do drink, vodka. Do you mix your vodka with the orange juice? Sometimes, but I actually prefer vodka and cranberry. Okay. Okay. Very traditional. (laughs) (laughs) What wrestler has the best entrance music?
1: I like my music, but... Honestly, I, even though it's not like music, music, I still, I will always go back to The Undertaker.
0: Yes. How crazy. 30 years and he's done now. Oh my gosh. That was
1: like real sadness. Super sad. But his entrance and his music just always, it gives
0: you chills. Yeah. Yeah. Total legacy. (laughs) What was your most embarrassing moment in the ring? I'd have to go wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. Any specific?
1: It was actually the first time I did Impact on Twitch. So I wasn't quite with Impact. They were just local in Dayton. Okay. And I wear like the zip up jackets and I yeah. had my little shirts I wear underneath and they all just misdirected themselves. And the rap oh. was like, You are exposed. And I was like, oh. I was mortified. I was mortified. Because it was like 14 and a half, 15 years then when it finally happened to me. Oh, yeah. I was mortified. I was with a pro, I was with um, Allie. Oh, yeah. So she just started beating me up and let me adjust myself. And hopefully in my head, only the rest and her were solved. But
0: that's true power.
1: When the match is over, I just won't be like, oh my God, no, that just happened. That happened.
0: <laughs> but that's a true female wrestler. Put the titties back in and get on with it. Just hit me. Just hit me. I'll sort it out. <laughs> yes. She is so pro. She was like hitting me and helping me pull my top and hit me. That's like, my girl. Yeah. You're a damn lifesaver right now. <laughs> okay. Last one. Finish this lyric. I want you to know that I... Oh my God, I don't know. It's Alanis Morissette.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I had to. (laughs) That That was a a
0: tough one. That was a tough one. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out to do Wild On.
1: We're gonna run into each other at some point, right?
0: Damn right. Nevaeh is truly a testament to hard work and perseverance. Becoming a young mom never stood in her way of her dreams. Now her girls can proudly watch their badass mama live her dreams on television, on Impact Wrestling. Teaching them the best lesson, life will always challenge you, but anything worth doing doesn't come easy. I hope her and I get to cross paths in the near future to share mommying advice and go toe-to-toe in our favorite place, the Squared Circle. Oh, my wild ones, please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you like it. Taking out the time to give a five-star rating whilst leaving a comment will help bring your girl and her Wild On team closer to a studio. Check out the Wild On merch store for all your Taylor Wild shopping needs. I will provide the link in the description. Also, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at RealTaylorWild. That's wild with an E. I could not do this podcast without my badass punk rock girl band, The Wild On Team, editor and producer, Rochelle Duras, public relations, Madison Galshani, marketing specialist, Rebecca Levison. Thank you for all your hard work, lovelies. I love you guys. And until next week, stay calm and wild on. Jessica Havoc and Nevea are not assholes, Taylor Wilde said. <laughs> <laughs>